Radio Primavera Sound, powered by Seat. Welcome to Radio Primavera Sound. Uh, it's July 2021. We have been locked up, or we were locked up for such a long part of uh, the previous year, previous 18 months. No one's been travelling and we've been doing so many interviews by Zoom. Um, and it's been good. It's been good. I've enjoyed doing interviews by Zoom. We've had some uh, great people, but I'm really glad to say we have an actual guest in the studio, in 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 person Um, and I'm all the more glad that is New York House Jungle Master Ace Mo. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm really happy to be here. You know, it's it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You know, I I called you House Jungle Master, right? <laughs> Because in in my in my rather limited mind, that that's sort of the the. Uh, yeah, I mean uh, that, that's like a, that's a big spectrum already. House to jungle, you know. It's a, it's you know I, I consider myself you know just a, a musician, and uh, you know who an electronic musician who makes you know kind of like the spectrum of uh, of the sound that we all know today, you know, and trying to take it to the next level. <laughs> and then here we are now. <laughs> I should say that one of the reasons I say House Jungle Master is because two of my favorite genres of music yeah. are house music and jungle. And Same. <laughs> so I'm right. Okay, I, I, I we've got to get into this. I'm really interested because I'm I'm of a certain age, right? Yeah. I was around I was around in the 90s and I grew up in in, in the UK. So jungle was For sure. was there. It, it was quite a lot, mm -hmm. and it wasn't where we were. Well, no, because yeah. you, you're you're. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Continue. <laughs> no, go on. Go on. No, I mean, I guess like uh, like. My, my growing up for me, it was like you know it's, it was, wasn't so accessible. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, because you're young. I'm not going to ask mm -hmm. your age, but you're you're a lot younger than me. Um, and um, you grew up in New York, right? I, uh, my family grew up in New York. I grew up in a state really close by called Connecticut, and I grew up in like the suburbs, coming in and out of New York City like every month. So I was like kind of like in a city and suburb kid at the same time. Because like house. And New York, they they go together like yeah. brilliant. I mean, like New York's one of the like, founding places of, of house. But like Jungle, was it was it around? How did you get into Jungle? I got into Jungle through like the television and like cartoons using more like fast paced breaks and stuff like that, like in video games and stuff like that. You know, I feel like yeah, like you know, more like uh, kind of like nerd stuff like music and like yeah just like video yeah video game culture and that kind of like adapted from like that the rave culture that i feel like you're talking about you know cartoons now that's really interesting which cartoons like uh like a lot of stuff like on like adult swim like uh the classic one is powerpuff girls like they did like they like one of the just like when they like did the episode break it's just a straight up funky drummer Uh, like sample, you know, and just that sped up drum break, you know, when I was a little kid, I was like, how in the world is this even happening? And then honestly, I didn't know about breaks. I mean, I knew about hip hop breaks and like more stuff that was in the slower realm, you know, but until I got to university college, uh, I wasn't really into like, I was actually like introduced to like 
Jungle and like LTJ Bookham was like one of the first tracks I like heard or like uh, like Chameleon, you know. Right. It, it's interesting. Have you have you heard? Uh, do you know the the, the children's uh, cartoon Teen Titans? Yeah, yeah, I love Teen Titans because yeah. like, they've got a Jungle Break. Yeah, and Sick. in I was I was interviewing. Um, I was lucky enough to interview Crust when his when his new album came out. Nice. And um, I got kids. He's he's got kids, mm. and he was saying, "Yeah, the other day, the other day, I heard this like jungle break on on the cartoon." I was like, "Was it Teen Titans?" He was like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" Amazing, you know. It's like it's it's so weird how it's like it's like yeah, you you'll hear it, and then like so, like yeah, it's it's kind of subliminal. It's honestly, it's 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 amazing how it kind of gets incepted into the yeah. Well, I was, I was, like, I was amazed by it, and I was like, I wonder what, how he feels, you know, him sort of being one of the inventors of it, basically. So that must be weird. For sure. But uh, we, we, you have been kind enough not only to come in, but you've brought in um, loads of unreleased music, For sure. um, which is fantastic. Um, tell us uh, what we're listening to at the moment, and then we'll, we'll listen to a little bit more. This is uh, DNA. Uh, I made a, so much music over pandemic honestly over lockdown i've i went in i kind of burrowed into my studio i made a studio i got a new apartment i got i purchased a lot of like equipment and kind of refined my i wanted to refine my like my jamming and my dubbing style and i ended up making a lot of music and it's starting to collect into an album and probably some other smaller releases so we're listening to a lot of the stuff that i've made uh Pretty much recently, in the past, in the past year, in uh, in the past two years, for sure. I think we need like a button that says exclusive. Uh, yeah. I... Exclusive. <laughs> exactly. Well, you can do this one. You can do <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should for we have sure. a little, little bit of a listen to some more uh, DNA? Yeah. This is uh, DNA. Yeah. So we were talking just off mic um, uh, uh, about this, and as the baseline came in, I think we were both imagining it kind of, you know. Yeah, big festival vibes, for sure. Or like, you know, just, you know, huge hands in the air 
you know. Have you played many clubs in the last few months? Have you played any clubs in the last few honestly, months? Honestly, it's been a blessing. This month, in the, yeah, honestly, it's, this month I've actually started pretty much touring again, kind of low-key in the U.S., doing kind of uh, safe events as, as, you know, as the bookers are doing what they can. But, uh, yeah, I've actually... This past month, I've played a show every weekend in a lot of the states, and it's been amazing, honestly, seeing everybody, seeing the reaction and like the crowds, you know, receiving the music and hearing it again. It's like they, it's like you know, they finally, it's like you've come to another plane where you know people realize they've needed like this like release, you know. So it's like it's a fun time for sure. Was it was it weird for you to get back into the clubs? So for sure, like you know, there was there. I mean, at first, like in the in the summer of last year, there was a lot of protests going on in like New York with like the Black Lives Matter movement and just George Floyd in general. And uh, there was like some protest raves that were happening that got a lot of uh, heat, but you know, things kept on kind of like slowly bubbling, and you know, just like. Yeah, it's just like, I feel like it's all kind of happening for a reason. And, you know, it's kind of like, it, it's it's reminding me of like the 90s and like, kind of like political, like rave music, you know, it's like kind of it goes hand in hand. And I think people didn't forget that. But it's kind of like a reminder that this stuff is like, you know, it's a part of the music too. So it's it's been, a, it's been nice to be uh placed in the front of that being a person that can like yeah you know navigate this kind of situation i I see i was really interested when you said protest raves because Mm -hmm. um in the rave, i mean i was i was just too young to go to raves sadly but like there was there was certainly towards the end there was a political edge to them you know the government was trying to stop them um and um, that you know, for me, kind of went went hand in hand with 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 you know electronic music and like in Detroit, you'd have people like Underground Resistance, mm-hmm. who had like a very like political edge. For sure. Well, but th- there are some people, there are some people who say like dance music politics don't mix. You know, it's just out to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a total lie. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I mean, you, like, you can say that, but also like you know. You can ignore it if you want to, you know. Fine, yeah. go go ahead and ignore it, and we'll do our thing. And you can, you'll, it's going to be hard to ignore, is what I'm saying. And I know that it, it probably is hard to ignore now, but you know, those people have their places. And yeah. And what 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 have the parties been like since you since you've been back? Uh, they've been a cathartic, you know, cathartic experiences. You know, a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. But it's nice to see people respect each other and people keeping their distance for the ones that want to, like, you know, be, uh, you know, safe. You know, and I completely. I, I, it's a new respect that people like are starting to like realize and like you know personal space and like that. And I think it's just honestly all the more important. It's good. Should we have a listen to another song? Yeah, let's go on to the next one. Okay, what is the next one? Quick, quick introduction. What's the next song we got planned lined up? Uh, let's uh, let's listen to the beginning and then we could talk over it. Okay, yeah. okay, right. This is our, our 
Arp uh, Dreams. Arp Dreams, uh, relating to like uh, kind of just arpeggiators in the Arp Odyssey. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. You said you've been working during the pandemic. You worked a lot on mm-hmm. on yeah, your sure. production and and music making. Um, how like how if it's not too personal a question, how was it for you? You know, like pandemic, being locked up, being you know, being able to go out, not being able to mm-hmm. DJ. Like, was it tough? Or I mean, at first, I mean, I was living in a crazy situation right before. Okay, so right before the pandemic started, I went on tour, which was. The first time I went overseas, and it was an amazing experience, and I'm honestly, God blessed me with that before I got to, before this, because I probably would have been, honestly, probably very, I don't know, very pent up, you know, without having to express my, yeah, just like, yeah, I don't know, it was honestly a great experience, but um, I was in a crazy living situation, and then I was in an amazing living situation, Uh we, me and my partner got a apartment to ourselves and no roommates. And like, yeah, it was the first time I got to like live by myself pretty much and with my, the person that I loved. So it was a really like nice, like homey and like domestic experience. I got a dog. I have a cat too. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I kind of just like went inward and like, you know, kind of like made music with that love and made music with that care you know and tried to put that into the music and put those healing vibes into like the music to because i knew that i'm going to be playing to the world you know after this so i kind of saw it as an opportunity to to write the 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 good you know (laughs) yeah to to be kind of spiritual about it but yeah i mean a lot of people who dj and produce um DJing is like part of the production process. You know, they'll, they'll play an un, unfinished song and, or maybe a song they think is finished, but they realize, no, no, I need to do like this, this, For and sure. This. Yeah, I do that a lot. <laughs> so the, the batch of songs we're listening to, um, do you think you're going to DJ them and then change them a bit, or have you played them out quite a lot in your year? Yeah, so, the, so in the past few months, I've been 
Yeah, I mean, not, not even the past few months. This month, I've played them out. You know, I played this one's reminding me. It's cool because I like I this the synths in this one remind me of like kind of like a Miami and like '80s vibes, you know, which I love. And I played it in Miami when I was there a couple weekends ago, and it, it, it was just like you know, kind of exactly how I like visualized when I made this song. You know, it was just like you know, hands in the air, strobe lights, you know, and people closing their eyes. You know, it's like I said, very cathartic experience. So, yeah. And what's uh, what's New York Club like at the moment? Because I again, I I've got this for me. Oh God, why am I to? keep on going on about the 90s but anyway like, I, I got this idea it's relevant know, you know when I think of New York I think of those you know massive 90s clubs I think yeah. of like Tribal House I think of like the biggest place yeah, in the world yeah, I think sure. of you know it, uh, but is it still like that I don't know I mean I feel like the youth wants that energy back you know our generation you know loves that that, that style like the Y2K energy the 90s energy the kids are bringing it back, you know. There's a lot of experimental things going on too, with the music and with the fashion and clothing. It's it's cool. It's really amazing to see. It's like it definitely feels like a renaissance. Honestly, it's 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 cool. It's it's happening. You know, it's it's lively. You know, um, but yeah, it's. I feel like yeah, it feels like kind of like that kind of sort of thing again, you know, a little bit, a, a little bit more like you know, a little more social mediaized and iPhoneized, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 its own version, I'd say it's its own version. I have to ask, like, where do you stand on like you know phones and clubs and things? It depends. It depends on if you're close to. The, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's it's definitely a use your head kind of situation you know and i think that's i feel like that's people don't give the like people that that option like here maybe as much <laughs> but what, what the option to the option to use their phone maybe or right, uh, yeah right. which is like kind of like appreciated but at the same time it's like yeah if you want to take a pic i like i like i love photography and i love videography and i love all that stuff so i'm I'm always also taking pictures and taking videos too so i actually don't really i i get it you know i just think it's just like kind of like a um yeah use your use your head <laughs> don't be a don't be a dummy don't don't put your phone in front of the dj don't touch the dj stuff you know a lot of yeah but people do people do will, people <laughs> do, but this is if you're listening to this, don't do it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna play another new song, and because I basically want to talk more about um, Jungle. Yes, that's that's, that's why the like new to sound, about. the new sound coming again. <laughs> it's funny because it's you know Jungle's been underground, and then you know we hear it on like the media, but there's still it's still like its own little world and its own little thing. So. Well, I've got I've got lots of things I want to ask about that. Let's, but let's, go into the next let's, one. let's have it. It's uh, Roller Twelve. Roller Twelve.
Right, that is Roller 12 by uh, Ace Mo. And you ain't hearing that anywhere else because, <laughs> well, not, not, well, all right, it's gigs, you might. But, like, you know, it's uh, it's uh, unreleased and will be for what? couple of months yeah we'll see you know we'll see i definitely am having an itch to have a project very soon so let's 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 expect it within the year i guess maybe (laughs) do do rollers one to eleven exist (sighs) i don't know (laughs) i I don't i think yeah i think there's 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 a bunch of rollers that are that are going to be in there for sure no (laughs) so you um I hear you mentioned LTJ Bookham, yeah, and I can hear LTJ Bookham in mm. there. It's kind of melodic, kind of an airy side with a with a with a hard side. Like, who are your favorite jungle producers? I mean, honestly, I don't have a, like a, a list or like artists that I like a lot. I'm honestly very bad with <laughs> with with the jungle stuff, honestly. Um, but I mean, I love the sound. I love the culture so much, you know, and I feel like. I'm just figuring out now, you know, and I ha- and I and, I, and it, that that's what's also fun for me in this point, you know. I like it's kind of like a, a new like thing to study, you know. And I and I, I I I still don't know a lot of it, and I and I I just the fact that I like have made a lot of the music and like kind of get the concepts of how the production is, you know, and kind of even like you know have people like Four Hero like kind of like saying like oh awesome to like my music you know it's it's like kind of like you know i'm gonna keep it going with that you know obviously study the greats and i have like a bunch of tracks that i love that are on my usb that i'm sorry that if i don't i'll I'll tag you like you know when i play it in a mix for sure (laughs) full hero the best but yeah yeah you know and i really and i'll just like the the jazz concepts and like that's that are inserted into jungle i really appreciate i mean i grew up playing trumpet and and uh yeah like uh just i grew up with like playing a lot of jazz and playing a lot of like uh black american music in general and like that and like also puerto rican music and dominican music also so inserting that into my music and also inserting that on top of like jungle elements too it's kind of just it makes your own sound it's really fun and i I just yeah jungle forever (laughs) i was just thinking there are some good jungle tunes with with trumpets on them yeah yeah i actually you know like yeah the dub the dub influence is so real the horns you know i I like i honestly even thinking about that more and just and also the fact that like it's it comes from like dub and dub music and stuff like that and reggae uh i make all my music like that you know it's like a lot of live takes a lot of just like muting and not muting and delay sends and stuff like that so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, synergetic uh production because you mentioned again, going back that during the pandemic, you you um, wanted to work on on production particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel like there were particular aspects you wanted to to work on? Like, uh, and what were they? For sure. Uh, so a lot of my music before, uh, I mean, I would say like when I release right right before the pandemic, I released like uh, Mind Jungle, which is. Uh, like my first kind of like dive into jungle release and uh yeah pretty much all my releases even before then are all like just stereo dubs into the computer like you know just like left right out of the mixer into like a interface you know and i was doing everything inside the mixer and just recording it 
stereo dub and then mastering it and mixing it inside Ableton. And it was kind of hectic. I mean, you know, it was kind of like, you know, you get lucky if you, if it's good and if it's not, you don't, you know? And then it was kind of a great way to make music at that point because I was, you know, working a lot and I would just come home, like make something and then like, you know, and then it was all just like kind of stack up. But, you know, I wanted to get, I went to school for production and I knew, I know how to like, you know, mix songs in the box and like kind of use compression and EQ. Uh, and I wanted to kind of like, do that with my music you know more so i started uh i wanted to like you know multi-track my music and you know actually mix it and give it a little more attention to detail and care so the pandemic was a perfect time to actually like dive into that with my music again because before before i started using gear i was also in the box and i was kind of mixing inside the box but then i started using gear and kind of got like rid of that concept and then I wanted to kind of combine them both. And this was the perfect time to do that. I think it's time for another song. <laughs> yes. What do you think? What, what should we play? Oh, uh, let's see. Because you, we've got, we've got, you, you put on a load of unreleased stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Let's play, oh, let's play Alec. Alec. Okay. That's definitely a demo name for sure. <laughs>
Oh, more new music. Um, you said what the title was. Uh, it's only a working title, I've, I forgot. Yeah, I, I guess I'll see the lyrics if you couldn't hear them. Uh, it was... Um, let me think. Uh, my mind is racing all the time, never wasting my time. No, my mind is racing, never wasting my time. <laughs> and you recorded the I, vocal last night wrote, on your Barcelona balcony. Yeah, last night in the balcony, uh, having a nice, like you know, a nice spliff on the balcony uh, in Barcelona with my with my girl. Kind of just freestyled those lyrics and put it right on top of the track and kind of worked very well. So that's that's the kind of thing that those things that I love to like keep in the track. Because right, why, why are you in Barcelona? You're on you're on holiday, right? I'm on Basically, holiday. But... I'm on a vacation. Yeah, I and mean, this is also completely unexpected. You know, I sent out a bat, bat signal on <laughs> the the platforms, and you know, here we are. But you are DJing um, tonight, Thursday night at Macbar. Yeah. Did you have that plan before you came? No, over? that's so. This is an amazing thing that happened. It was like. I sent out, I'm, I'm calling it a bat signal because it really just feels like a bat signal, but I put a post up on Instagram and Twitter and yeah, you know, like my friends, my friend Loka from Miami actually hit up someone here and someone fell out because of personal reasons and they said you'd be wonderful then and yeah, it just happened. And it's a seated event, right? Seated event. So, all right, okay. How how are you gonna how are you gonna deal with that? Are you gonna keep it all like you know ambient tunes, or are you just gonna? I'm trying to think. You know, I'm trying to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to keep it ethereal. You know, definitely gonna be rhythmic because Aho San is gonna be playing. He's a a French uh, ambient producer, more noisy and power electronics, I'd say. And so I'm probably gonna bring some rhythmic elements in, and hopefully. People will start to move in their seats a little bit and try, try not to get them out, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I, I find that so weird, like, you know, because the DJ's impulse For sure. is to make people dance. Right. And the idea, like, no, no. It's funny. <laughs> last last night I was getting my playlist together and I was like, I literally searched on Google, like, sitting BPM. <laughs> I was like, what is, like, the natural sitting BPM? And and what is it? It's uh, it's like 120, you know? It's like kind of like, yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I play some house music. <laughs> yeah, so I'm probably, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I heard... 120 described as walking BPM and there was ah. a big theory that that's the best it might be 122 but that's like the best BPM for music because people naturally walk uh, that kind of yeah and it's yeah yeah I, I mean I was definitely like listening to like a lot of more slower music yesterday thinking about how it's more not easy more easily received but kind of is because like you're kind of it's more naturally you can kind of just move to it which is kind of an interesting concept too have you heard much Barcelona music I probably have but I can't put my finger on like I probably like, I feel like I've definitely I love Spanish music in general and I love like Brazilian music but I feel like I I need to put my finger on Barcelona music there's some really but I definitely want to go to some record stores and get some stuff to sample and some records and stuff like that uh, it's a good. There's a lot of good record record stores here. Yeah, I'm excited to to check out some for sure. And are you DJing like inside at Macbar or outside? I think it's gonna be outside, which is nice. 
It's also very hot here right now. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, it's very like humid and hot, which is like it's kind of it's kind of nice for my skin. I like it. <laughs> How have you seen much of the city? Yeah, I'm actually staying like literally in the center of it right now, like literally. Uh, um, but yeah, we're kind of just walking around, kind of just like making farther trips every day you know probably gonna go to the beach soon i want to go to the hills and check out like you know the just the scenery i love nature so gonna maybe do some hiking too and how long are you here for i'm here till next thursday so i have okay. i have like some time yeah it's that's nice. good and the food oh yesterday uh, is i had some wonderful like tartare and octopus and snails and it was wonderful the food <laughs> is properly good Ugh, yeah i could i could do it Every day. Oh, we're gonna let's have another new song. What do you think? Yes, let's listen. Let's listen. Oh, uh, we haven't got one. We haven't got one planned. What, what, what do you think? You gotta. Oh, uh, let's just play whatever next. And well, whatever's next.
Nice. That was uh, that was Passion off of uh, the House of Alter compilation. Uh, which which one it was? Uh, let me figure that out right now. Well, tell, tell us about House of Alter while you, while you, while you figure it out because they're they're like a label you've done a lot with, right? Yeah. So House of Alter is Momoretti's brainchild. It's uh, kind of like a skate culture and music culture like collective and just like you know output resource record label that you know tries to support black electronic music and yeah in america and beyond for sure and it's been amazing to be a part of you know it's like we got we did these compilations these past uh year and we kind of collected a bunch of our favorite artists around that are connected to us mutually and started doing these compilations kind of representing our sound and what we wanted to insert into electronic music in general these days so these compilations did have done really well and kind of like inserted the sound into i would say even like the new york sound and just kind of the global sound in general of how a lot of the younger generation has been djing and producing in general but yeah this was off of um the second or third yeah, this is off the second, the second House of Alter compilation, and that one is entitled "Passion." I was looking one of the um, one of the most recent releases on House of Alter is called "Black Rave Culture." Yes, um, which like, do, do you think there it, there's a risk that people kind of might forget the sort of black music elements to rave culture or? Yeah, I feel like that's a thing that uh, yeah, you know, we're trying to remind people that you know, like. This this stuff came from like you know, indigenous communities, black communities, and you know people of color all over the world. You know, trying to get out of their situation, trying to you know have cathartic experiences because of the situations that were they're in, and it's kind of the same thing you know that we're doing, and we're trying to tell our friends that you can make this music. You know, it's not just like electronic music that you've just heard you know and that you like a lot you can you can do it too you can make it too and it's cool because the message really has been received and black rave culture is kind of like a example of that it's our friends in dc it's uh james bangara dj native son and amal uh out of washington dc and yeah like you know we they're all of our friends and they, it's kind of like a it was a big like sign of respect and they really wanted to release this through us you know they had a vision and they like we saw it and they saw it and now they're playing raves in the u.s and like amal is like a really young kid and it's like he's playing his first raves like right now and he's like yeah like like this month i had played a show in north carolina and it was his like he was like i've never been to like really a rave before dude and i was like dude you make rave music what do you <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> so it's really yeah it's an amazing time right now you know how this is all this is cultivating i could ask like a, a rave for me is um big outdoor event in okay. a field possibly illegal possibly not um is, is that what we're talking about when yeah when you know warehouse warehouse events on like you know kind of more underground i feel like these days raving is more uh as like underground events kind of 
like club hopping but like more like uh queer culture involved you know and um yeah you know it's that's what i guess what we're talking about you know just big boots and like you know big pants sunglasses but also like you know like hood kids and you know all people from all walks of life being in the same place enjoying music and like seeing how it all relates to everybody you know that's that's what we're talking about the rave <laughs> so you're you're gonna be playing primavera sound 2022 yes with uh, with uh with why as, as ace moma um and you said you're you're djing and playing live right i think so yeah we're going to be doing a yeah, DJ set and a live set, which we really have to get prepared for. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, maybe this is me wrong, but I didn't know you played live sets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, so I played trumpet growing up, and then I, like, figured I loved hip-hop and stuff like that, and kind of got into, like, Flying Lotus into that, and he was doing more stuff with, like, Ableton live sets. So I kind of started doing, like, more, like, computer live sets first, and then kind of discovered that people, oh, you can just like play your tracks. <laughs> you can just play the track. <laughs> you don't have to like do export all the stems and like play it all at the same, like, you know, which is like, honestly, I mean, luckily I did that because now I know that well, how to do it and kind of how to integrate it with, with DJing and integrating it with live. So right now it's figuring that situation out, which is like really fun for me because I love live PA stuff and yeah just electronics in general so it'd be fun to get that involved where, where do you stand on live electronic music if it's if it's i mean okay I, I i i have this vision like that when i'm an older like you know person coming from jazz and stuff i'm gonna want like a bunch of people on stage playing something yeah yeah and like it's gonna someone's gonna be on an 808 someone's gonna be on like a 909 someone's gonna be on a 303 bunch of wires on stage no one's really gonna know what's going on but it's gonna be really good music and it's gonna be improvised right there right then right now so that's how i i mean i love live music in general you know and i love watching a musician do their thing so yeah that's i guess that's how i feel about live music if you can if you can perform if you can improvise you know and if you can roll with the punches that's that's what i like to see you know uh more planned stuff is very cool but i mean i come from improvisation so i like to see people like kind of be free and do their thing but also still like be in line with like what they're doing you know i like to see this like skill involved you know so in your live show there's going to be room for improvisation there's room a, for a, that kind of taking hopefully the hopefully there's gonna be some room for improvisation or since it's since we have some time for planning maybe we'll have doing a, a planned thing but it'll be definitely something that we'll, we'll have a lot of fun with you know something that's not gonna like you know a lot of t- technical things but something more that's like pure and like easy to just like yeah, because our, our DJ sets are really cathartic and we kind of like, you know, there's not a lot of planning involved. It's kind of like a more like thinking and like, you know, feeling each other's vibes. So we'll, we'll try to put that into the live set. This kind of brings me on to something I wanted 
to ask you about, which is um, one of my favourite of your tracks mm. is called I Love Daft Punk, and you should too. <laughs> Live music got me thinking about, about Daft Punk. Right, explain yourself. Why is this track called I Love Daft Punk, and you should? Oh my gosh, should. this track has haunted me, honestly, now, <laughs> because my Twitter fingers also are hilarious, and I kind of say things to get people all riled up. But uh, at the time, I was... I got an MPC in my hands and I was, I didn't have a computer at the time and I was kind of like figuring out how all this music that I loved and held so dear to my heart and how I was getting made and I was like figuring out how to make it, you know? So when I name tracks, I kind of just like name exactly what they are, you know? So it's like this tracks like was like pretty much influenced by Daft Punk and stuff like that. So that's why I named it that. But, and then like, I mean, a couple years after that, Daft Punk breaks up and I go on Twitter and say, good morning, Daft Punk is fake. And then it got so many people like, why are you saying this? Blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, it's just, it was just like, you know, it's kind of like a kill your masters kind of thing. Right, You know, right, right. it was just like, it's, it, it was just the, uh, I, I try to, yeah you know you can't put everybody on a such a pedestal you know so so much love to those guys also but also i'm coming for you <laughs> well there's a space now isn't there oh you yeah know, there's you, totally you know, a space like now the it, it feels it, it's cool it's cool it's cool and it's nice it's not to say that we're the new daft punk or anything even though i do have a track called that <laughs> but no um yeah i think I forgot what the. What the I, I think I was just was. asking asking why it was called that. Basically. Oh no! Yeah, I mean I love like loved them so much growing up, you know. So it was, I had to at least pay some homage. Let's listen to another new track. Should we pick one or whatever comes up, and we'll, um, we'll yeah, enjoy let's yeah, let's our, play, play our, what's next. All right, new track. Whatever, whatever's next.
All right, that is a lovely track. And you uh, just amazed me by telling me it's made on... A Nintendo Switch on the, the core game. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> How can it sound so good? Like, that's, that's not... Uh, it's just like we were talking off mic before. Like, you know, kind of just got to... Like, wow, this is so easy. I can't believe this is so easy. Sometimes people are just like, it's too easy. I don't want to do it. You know, but I kind of just let it be and just you know played the track you know i was like literally probably on my couch just like chilling with my animals my dog and my cat and i was like wait this is kind of this is kind of dope <laughs> and i actually had uh one of my sister's friends do vocals on it so maybe expect it to be some some proper release with like you know a vocalist feature and everything so lovely track makes me think very kind of new york that kind of like skipping oh perfect beat. yeah the swing man <laughs> it's a swing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I cannot believe you've made that on, on a Switch. Now, next time my kids ask me for a Switch, I'll be yep. like, you can get one, but only if you make something like that. <laughs> All right? No no Mario Kart for you. you only, just got... yeah, only the core <laughs> gap is going to be on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good news and I got some bad news, basically. Oh, terrible parenting. <laughs> Look, it, it's it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for so sure. much for coming. I'm so glad we could we could make this happen. No, this is so a wonderful experience. So you put it... Is put it out um let's well when you let's know when when you're you're back in boston obviously you'll be here next year yeah for the festival I'm so excited to play the festival i'm so excited to come back and you know create this make this connection stronger for sure you know thank you guys so much uh thank you thank you ace mike it's been an absolute pleasure um hope it goes brilliantly tonight enjoy barcelona enjoy the food and uh we'll we'll, we'll keep in touch yes blessings thank you guys Thank you.